My name is Artie Manfredi. I'm part of an underground group of real estate agents you've probably never heard of. We are out to take back our industry from the iBuyers, from the bad agents who only care about their money, and from the people who just got their license because real estate seemed fun and easy. We grow our businesses by making an impact on people's lives, by mastering our craft and by an unwavering pursuit of learning and personal growth. We know clients are scared and we fight each day to protect them and their equity. We put ethics above all else and we survive only by our reputations. We are real estate rebels and this is our rebellion. Welcome to The Rebellion. I'm your host, Artie Manfredi, and today I've got a fun topic for you. Um, it's one that uh, I had to learn this lesson the hard way, and that's about your dress, your attire, what you wear when you go to meet with clients. Um, I actually get a lot of questions about this, especially from new agents, and sometimes even from experienced ones, so why don't I start with my story? See, I'm originally from New York, and um, I was a golf pro before uh, getting into real estate, so I came from the country club environment, right? And a lot of those places were jacket required before going into certain restaurants and, and such. And, um, you know, so, so I was always dressed fairly nicely. And moving to Colorado, I came here in 2009, got my real estate license. I've been selling real estate about 13 years now. And... Um, I came thinking, okay, it's Colorado. Everybody's a little bit more relaxed here, so um, I'm going to relax myself a little bit. So I wore a, a button-down shirt most days with a sport coat, and I wore um, you know dress pants or you know khakis or whatever you want to call them. Uh, and that was my daily attire. That's how I dressed. And I remember everyone always kind of like not quite trusting me, like. I had trouble like breaking this barrier to trust. And I was also clean shaven, right? Because on the East Coast, uh, especially um, in, the, in the Northeast, for the most part, at least at that time, it was clean shaven was professional. Most of the time, facial hair was kind of looked down upon. And so I was clean shaven. I looked like I was 12 years old. Um, I wore dress pants, button down, uh, open collar, and a sport coat everywhere I went. And I'd, I would hold my open houses that way. I would go to every single appointment that way. That's how I did everything. And I, again, there was just kind of this barrier of trust that I had trouble breaking through sometimes. And I couldn't figure out why. Like, it seemed like we were connecting, but there just seemed to be like this like wall that I couldn't break. And uh, finally, I, I ended up talking with a friend of mine, um, Jody, who ended up being a, a business partner of mine at one point. And uh, he looks at me and says, dude, you're in Colorado. In Colorado, we wear jeans. And, um, and I think he even told me to grow some facial hair. He had a goatee. Uh, I'm pretty sure he said, we, we wear jeans and you need to grow some facial hair. So I kid you not, I grew my beard, the same beard you see today. I was about, I probably wore it maybe a little shorter, kind of more of that like five o'clock-ish shadow kind of look. Um, again, this was kind of, you know, this is many years ago. This is 13 years ago. That's when the, the George Clooney kind of five o'clock shadow look was uh, pretty popular. And, um, and I started wearing jeans. So then I went to jeans, a button-down sport coat and beard. Okay. And I'll tell you, it was like all of a sudden my business took off. Like that, that trust barrier was gone and it was almost unexplainable. Like, it, it, like I could see the correlation. I can see why, but to me, like it just was so hard for me to wrap my head around that people were judging me on my dress and attire. Um, especially like 
judging me like I was too professional, right? Too dressed up. Normally it goes the other way. It's like, especially coming from the East Coast, normally it goes the other way. Everyone looks down on you if you're not dressed nice enough, right? If I wasn't wearing a tie, they might give me kind of these looks. Or if I wasn't wearing a sport coat, they'd, they'd give, me, give you those looks. Where here it was, I found the, the complete opposite. Um, and I was completely shocked. And, and so as over time, my, my dress has gotten more and more casual um, to match what Colorado wants and needs. All right. So you see me here now wearing just a golf shirt. A golf shirt became is, is pretty much my daily attire or I wear a button down, but no sport coat. And when I do wear a button down, most of the time my sleeves and you'll see me on the podcast too, my sleeves are rolled are folded back. And so again, gives you just that little element of extra casual with the button down. But I always wear jeans and I'm either wearing, I'm usually wearing cowboy boots. Um, again, to fit, to fit this. So the lesson here is, and part of my like, can't get over this was, yes, my, the East Coast that was ingrained to me, but I was always told and I always believed in dress for success, right? Dress for the job you want, right? How many times have we heard that? And, and so for me, like, it, it's kind of like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not anymore, right? That, that's kind of how it felt. And so to some respects, that's a lie. I think there's a lot of truth to that dress for success, dress for the job you want, probably if you're in the corporate world. Um, but in real estate, it's kind of a lie. And so I had trouble getting over that. But the lesson I had to learn was I need to dress in a way that my clients are going to relate to. Okay. Right. We talk about this all the time with personality, with mirror and matching. We talk about this, all these different techniques we use to, to relate to people, to, to, to build that relationship. Well, your dress is a part of that. If you don't look like them, if you don't act like them, right, there's a, there's a barrier of trust that gets developed. And so I'm not saying you have to dress exactly like your clients. In fact, I probably wouldn't. I'd always kind of be a probably a step ahead. I'm kind of one notch above what your client's going to be dressed at, which is why on weekends, especially, I generally just wear a, a, a polo shirt because I know all my clients are probably wearing T-shirts here in Colorado. In fact, if, if you go to a showing in the summer, they're going to be, all your men are going to be wearing T-shirts, some sort of shorts, uh, probably cargo shorts and flip-flops. And I know all you on the East Coast just like rolled your eyes and can't believe it. But that's that that is true. People go and look at homes that way. Um, and so I'm going to be a step above. So I'll wear the polo. Um, if I'm going to a business meeting during the week um, and it is actually a business meeting, that's where I typically wear the button down, um, open collar, no tie and the sleeves rolled up. Um, this for me, and when I do the sleeves roll up, I don't like fold them and roll them over. You'll see me in some of the other podcasts. I just do the one flip. So the inside of the, the, the sleeve collar is showing. And that's also too why I like to buy shirts that have that fancy different material or different pattern inside there. Cause it really stands out, kind of catches your eye. And I'm also Italian. I talk with my hands. So, um, it really helps me emphasize things. Um, but you should be thinking about your attire this way. You should be thinking about how you dress and the effect it's going to have on people and the effect on how it's going to have on your, on your presentations and how you interact with people and how people will relate to you, um, based on your attire and your, your overall look. It is so, so important. Um, I, it, it blew me away how, how much the impact had. And as I continue to coach agents and clients, especially new agents that are coming in and they're going to wear the same things they wore, maybe the corporate world or whatever, just that one little change, it, it's unbelievable. So it's going to vary per region too, which is the hard part. Um, so each region you're in is going to have a different expectation on your look, um, or, or the people there are going to be going to dress differently, act a little bit differently. And so you've got to kind of figure that out and you've got to nail it down and then you've got to match and 
again, my kind of general thumb is just to exceed just the slightest bit, uh, either be matched or, or just a step above. You never want to be that step below uh, professionalism, right? I wouldn't want to be the one showing up in a t-shirt and shorts and flip-flops and then my client shows up in a button-down. Like, that would be bad, right? That would not look professional. Um, and also, too, you still want to look professional. Um, you don't want to be the guy that shows up to a showing in shorts and a flip, a flip-flops and, and shorts ever, despite what your clients are wearing. Um, it's just not professional at all. So it's kind of finding that fine line. But if you do that, um, you will relate to your your target market, your clients so much better. They will trust you more subconsciously. It's this weird thing. I promise you, try it. Um, but look around you. See how people are dressing. See how they're acting, especially your target market, right? You identify your target market, figure out what they're doing, figure out how they're dressing. And I promise you, um, it's going to give you just that slightest edge that you are missing. Um, and so I'm going to say dress for success, but it doesn't mean what it used to mean. Okay, dresser success used to mean you, you were the best dressed, right? Suit, tie, um, if you're a, a lady, probably some sort of dress or fancy um, you know, business suit. Um, dress for success uh, is not a bad term, but I think we need to adjust the definition. Dress for success means dress in a way that's going to bring you success, which means how, in a way that's going to allow you to better relate to your clients and allow them to trust you much easier. And that is how we start a rebellion. Thanks for being here.